2: Navigation system. Please say a command. On. Ignition. Powered. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift.
1: Drive. Twin Cities sports fans, hold on tight. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is the Ride with Royce.
2: You know, I recall a day when if the Timberwolves would have uh, won a ball game in L.A., and all the starters had between 16 and, what did uh, Cat get? 21. 23. 23. Right. All the starters would have had six, between 16 and 23 points. And they, you know, they got challenged like all teams do in the NBA. And the lead got down to four. And then they, uh, then they pulled away and they won. They, they didn't pull away, but they ended up winning the games. They're now 15 and 11. You know what the story would have been? Balance leads Wolves to victory. Now we're mad at everybody again. Uh, And uh, I guess the issue is that uh, uh, they played 40 minutes. uh, Towns played 40 minutes. Everybody else played 38, 39. And Jimmy Butler was quoted, uh, well, actually talked to Marnie Gellner after the game and said, yeah, we got to talk to Tibbs about these 40 minutes. But, and there are suggestions, Towns is looking tired. They got three days off. They have no bench. They have no bench. You got to win the game. Okay. Yeah. Uh now you come home, you got a five game homestand. Hopefully the uh Eastern European Big Band will not be the second coming of Pekovic and will actually play one of these months. Uh yeah. so you can get him on the bench on the on the floor. And is uh Patton have has he started playing yet? And he went to uh, Des Moines, but I don't know if he's played
3: yet. I don't know if he's played yet, but there's a thought that they're gonna that he's, he's gonna, gonna play come pretty in extensively. Handy. So he's
2: gonna come in handy because he'll be able to play ten minutes of defense.
3: Yeah. Then, well, that's that's kind of. I mean, we had Jace Frederick come in and mm-hmm. uh, he taped the Ways by Bulls podcast, which is which will be up uh, tonight, later tonight, by the way. Um, and we kind of talked about just that. They, they, the, the, you know, the bench is not with with Belly being out and Shabazz just not being good. They're very thin on the bench. But at some point, though, and, and last night, whatever. I mean, they got three days off. They're not playing no. again until Sunday, so who cares? But at some point, like, you can't keep playing an eight-man rotation for the rest no. of no, the year. No, you got to. That's, that's if, obvious. And if, if Belly's going to be out for a while, and if you're not going to make a big trade, which, you know, who knows what they're going to do in that department, at some point, do we need to see what Marcus Georges Hunt can do? I mean, yeah. can can you play him six, seven minutes just and, so that and, 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 Jimmy Butler doesn't have, to, have play to play 43?
2: You don't have to play Teague 37. You can play, right. you can and Tyus, play is, Tyus 15. He's been yeah, on. Tyus is playing well. But so. uh, what I'm saying is it's not last night is not a crisis because everybody played a lot of minutes
3: you because you got three days off and you had, three and days he had to off. win a game. But the, yeah. pro- the problem is just because the previous – Few games. Yes, they've been. You know, the guys have been playing heavy okay. minutes. Cat so looks tired. Night. I yeah.
2: say, Cat, you know what? You don't even have to show up till the shoot around on uh, <laughs> on uh, on uh, Sunday. You know. Yeah. Uh, of course, they don't have a shoot around. What time do they play Sunday? Isn't an afternoon five? Uh, five o'clock. I got right. It's, it's right like here. maybe it five, a five or six after. So they check. might not even have a shoot around. So uh, yeah, I mean, six o'clock against six Dallas. Six o'clock, so there yeah. would probably wouldn't be a shoot around. So you know, maybe you got to have. I would think. We give everybody today off, right? Yeah. Nobody
3: plays today. Well, no, no practice today. Here's the other thing, too. You're By the
2: playing... way, you know what most of these guys do on a day off? Go to the workout center and shoot baskets. That's what they, you know, Jamal Crawford will go over there and shoot baskets for an hour,
3: right? Right. Well, Zach Levine, when he was here, there was talk where he was yes. in the gym 24 hours a day, it seemed like. Go so ahead, Well, here's the other thing, too. You're playing Dallas on Sunday. Yes. They stink. Yeah. You know, They've won three get games. out. Yeah, but get, did get Memphis out. stink, too? Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's that, that's think. that's going to be my point, though, is you're playing against a rotten team. Jump out to a 30-point lead. So then Tibbs can sit the guys and then, you know, Marcus Georges Hunt and Shabazz and some of these other guys can come in and play in garbage time. You don't have to play your starters 38 minutes. But the problem, too, is, like you said, Pat, they, they get in this situation where... They're in a tight game in the third quarter against a team that they should probably beat up on, and you can't at that point. You've got to play your main guys because you you're trying to win the game. So,
2: yeah. uh, but uh, anyway, I I don't see last night as a big as much whining as I heard about him. You know the reaction of people after they won the game. I know it's a it's a road game. It's still a road game, so you want to win. You know it's a road game. There's not a such thing as a bad road victory. Okay. And all people want to do is whine about how many minutes the starters played instead of the fact that they won a game. Winning a game is more important than using a guy a lot of minutes. Okay?
3: Uh, anyway. Because if you play your if you play your bench guys more minutes and you lose, then people are going to fuss and complain ah, about ah, that. You know. So
1: anyway, the best part the, for me of last night's ball game, you know, when I'm tuning in, and I, it it was a lighter crowd. I'm assuming in L. A. because you could, yeah, there wasn't much crowd noise. A lot of people couldn't get across the freeway. Well, yeah, that that was part no. of the problem too. But all you could hear is Tibbs screaming Run. and grunting the entire time I watched the game. Yesterday. Go get him. Go get him. Go, get him. Go get him. Every <laughs> possession. Like, my God. Stop.
2: draw, Sit down. That's the way he coaches. I know. I, I know. Mean, that's the way he coaches. There's, uh, you got to get used to it. But uh, I don't know if he and Carl uh, Anthony are uh, banging heads or not, but... Uh, you know he thinks he's trying to make him a better player and Carl Anthony thinks he's a great player Karl already. He just got
3: to get better defensively. Yeah. He has to.
1: Uh really quick, we got a trade in Major League Baseball, gentlemen. Okay. Uh Kenny Rosenthal was the first to report that the Miami Marlins are going to send D Gordon to the Seattle Mariners. Not sure what they have received in return, and he is going to play center field for the M's. Why oh. would they do that? Well, they have Robinson Cano. Yes. And then they got Segura that they got from Arizona last okay. year. So we got
2: our ah, first action, baby, so in the hot stove. Jerry Jeter, let's face, let's trade our second most popular player. Okay, yeah. what is what?
1: Boy, I, I don't, I don't get get one car.
2: It could be worse than being a Timberwolves fan. You could be a Marlins fan. No ladies kidding, and gentlemen, because they're going to trade Stanton. And pretty. not
1: only do you have a bad baseball team, it's in the ugliest new stadium in the history of sports. And you
2: got an arrogant
3: new head of baseball, Jeter. Yes, I don't understand. Wh- so what are what what do they think they're doing that's different from the previous ownership they're doing the exact same thing they're they're going to rip her down all, they're and gonna, then
2: they're going to start all over again like Houston and they're going to be very smart and they're going to they're going to uh they're going to win the world series in 5 years that's that's the that's the new thing in baseball. We yeah. rip her down and spill her back oh, yeah. up like in other sports. Except baseball is a little more problematic than that. Uh, by the way, we mentioned that Joe mentioned this, uh, which surprised me something fierce. But uh, uh, Mike Poppets, the uh, yeah. fellow who ran the Victoria Vicks uh, baseball operation, ran the field, did everything, turned him into a... Uh, a Class B uh, th- uh, contender. Didn't they make it to the final? Twenty twelve
1: is when they won her all, Patrick. Or they all. double dipped Cold Spring in uh, twenty twelve. Uh, Mike Poppets uh, has
2: uh, died. He, uh, it would appear, he had a heart attack. He was found uh, found dead uh, yesterday, and uh, he was. Uh, he was a, quite the baseball man. I wrote a column on him in 2014, him and his brother Bob and kind of the Poppets family and the Victoria-Chaska rivalry. And uh, uh, you can find that if you're interested. But it's it's caused quite a, uh outpouring in, oh, uh, in the state amateur baseball.
1: The Poppets circle. family is the definition of a baseball mm-hmm. family. No question about
2: Chris it. Chris Monter, uh, Mr. High School Hoops in the uh, Twin Cities, will be with us when we come back to talk about tonight's apple valley versus minnehaha academy uh basketball game nationally televised by espn chris monter college basketball uh news and also uh if you want to follow him on twitter uh college bb news chris monter's been uh Uh, covering uh, basketball and uh, recruiting and uh, high school basketball for a long time in the uh, Twin Cities. Is this a first,
0: Chris? Is this our first ESPN game tonight? No, a couple years ago they had uh, Jahil Okafor's high school team uh, playing Apple Valley at Apple Valley when Trey and Okafor were very good friends and ended up, of course, going to Duke together. They play, but this is the second chance for some of the national crowd to learn that Minnesota's not just a great hockey skate, but becoming a very good basketball skate as well.
2: Hey, Chris, uh, how long you been doing this?
0: Uh, about 25 years.
2: Uh, 25 years ago, you didn't see a lot of visits from national uh, coaches, I would think, at, uh, at the various, as AAU basketball was just getting started around here. We didn't have a real good reputation for hoops.
0: No, but I mean, we used to have the, you know, kind of the reputation of the big man. You know, you remember, yeah. you had like, you know, Kevin McHale and Randy Brewer. It seemed like big men really came out of Minnesota, but now we're seeing, you know, guards with Trey Jones, uh, Tyus Jones, you know, players like Rashad Bond, you know, players of all skill level, all positions now, and, and Minnesota has done a very good job, despite, you know, the lack of, you know, size compared to other states, you know, contributing a lot of very talented players and a lot of coaches, you know, come to Minnesota because, one of the good factors about recruiting in Minnesota is you only got one Division One school, so yeah, right. a lot of kids are you know are good enough, but maybe aren't good enough to maybe play in the Big Ten level. A lot of those schools figure they can get some of those kids.
2: Well, this is a uh, great time to be a uh, University of Minnesota basketball coach uh, because a uh, just like for football, you're getting the new facility over there. Uh, you got the old barn, which is uh, I don't think that hard to sell, and uh, and you don't you know he's got. Right now, he's got three guys signed for next year, and they're
0: all Minnesota kids. Right, and I think the, the fact that they've been able to do a better job. Obviously, last year was a great recruiting class; they missed out on all those kids. But again, I think a lot of kids were looking. You know, a team that was eight and twenty-three the year before had some off-the-court issues with a few players getting suspended, eventually leaving uh, leaving the program. You know, there wasn't maybe a lot of enthusiasm about the program. But I think they did a great job with some of these younger kids, as you mentioned, three kids coming in next year. I a lot of fans are excited about Daniel Arturo from Creighton-Durham Hall, uh, Jarvis Amersa from Orono, and Gabe Coucher from uh, from De La Salle. All those players are going to be playing this weekend. If anybody has nothing to do with our big high school or college basketball fans, all three of those players are going to be playing at Hopkins on Saturday. All three of them played at Hopkins this past weekend in the big tournament, too. But a good chance to see some of those players. And I think there is a lot of excitement about seeing some of those local kids. And we're seeing a lot of the other kids who did not go to Minnesota. You know, Brad Davison was – Co Big Ten uh, Freshman right. of the Week. You had uh, Pickford from Maple Grove, a teammate of Davidson, was just named the Missouri Valley uh, fresh newcomer of the, the week. You had McKinley Wright doing a very good job. Jericho Sims, you see a lot of his highlights on ESPN uh, with, with his great dunks down in Texas doing a great job. So some of those Minnesota kids are doing very good
2: right away as freshmen yeah mckinley wright's a hell of a player in colorado he was the mvp of their first tournament that they played in and uh that was i know the gophers tried to get him but after they'd taken isaiah washington that was uh that was probably not going to happen because uh they could use them both right now with the depth they have on that team the gophers but uh, uh the sims kid is uh breaking in down at uh at texas okay too huh
0: yeah, and all those players are doing good. Nate Reavers, a kid from Lakeville North where I'm based. Yeah. Looked like he was going to shirt, but now he's playing and had, had a pretty good start to his uh, career so far. So you're right. A lot of those players doing very well right away. Okay,
2: uh, uh, Chris, uh, beyond the three that are signing with the Gophers and Trey Jones and Gary Trent, who's not here anymore, uh, has, he, has he committed
0: to Duke too? Yeah, he, he's a freshman at Duke. He's okay, doing a that's right. Job. He yeah. had a big game that's the other right. week uh, for the Blue Devils, obviously. You know, they're a team that's going to be ranked the top, among the top teams in the country. They have Marvin Bagley, uh, uh, who's one of the best freshmen—not maybe not even just one of the best freshmen, but one of the best players in the country already. But Trent's been a very key player for the Blue Devils so far. But okay. uh, you know, a lot of great talent—not only in the high school ranks, a very good senior class with some of those players. Three of them going to Minnesota, and Trey going to Duke. But a lot of good young underclassmen. Suggs, uh, who is playing against Campbell Valley on the national televised game tonight, considered one of the top four players in the class of 2020. You have. Matthew Hurt, whose older brother Michael plays uh, for the Gophers, Matthew Hurt's considered a top five player in the class in 2019. So a lot of good young players as well. Hey,
2: when uh, how, how many other seniors that we got are going to be like uh, you know McKinley? Right, you know maybe not not uh, five star, but uh, four star. How many other uh, uh, good players beyond the three that have signed with the Gophers that are seniors? We got we got six or seven more that are going to play at a pretty decent level.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, Rochester and John Marshall mentioned them. they play Lakeville South. One of their best players here. It's going to Milwaukee. You look at, you know, Hopkins, Hedstrom. Uh, their big man, Joe Hedstrom, is going to basically kind of grace or going to be on scholarship for four of his five years there. So a, a big 10 player. So a lot of good players, uh, you know, coming out of the the area. And, again, I think the pipeline, and the interest level, now kids, uh, you know, maybe it's taken a while with the NBA team here. But I definitely think the Timberwolves, you know, coming to, to Minnesota, getting an NBA team, kind of has created that, you know, base a little bit. More kids are getting into basketball. Uh, more and more hockey is a very expensive sport. Basketball, you you know, basically just you need know- a a basketball and a Susie go out there and play right away
2: college uh, basketball news uh, chris Moner is uh, behind that and also you can follow him on twitter at uh, college uh, bb news uh yeah this is uh this is this is astounding for uh, a guy who uh uh you know has been watching high school basketball in this state for a long time and if boy if it was a of course, of course, one one difference is there's now 350 Division One schools too. There used to be, uh, you know, back in the back when we had a one class basketball tournament, there was maybe 120. So it, it's anor- it's amazing the number of kids that are getting D1 scholarship offers.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you have to look even at the D2 level. You know, you've had teams like August Canada's recruited a lot of Minnesota kids. They won the national championship. Mankato, Winona, Winona's won several national titles. Saint Thomas, of course, a local school, they won several division three uh, programs as well. But you're right, Minnesota's you know been pretty consistent, you know, fifteen to twenty kids it seems like every year are getting the opportunity to play division one basketball at, at a scholarship mm-hmm. level. So I think the 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 opposing you know schools, uh, you know, outside outskate North Dakota Skate have a lot of kids, you know you look at a team like Northern Iowa; they've done a great job recruiting Minnesota kids. I, I just think more and more people are realizing there's some pretty good basketball played in Minnesota. Hey, Chris,
2: give us a good scouting. We've seen some of Trey. Uh, not that many people have seen a lot of Suggs. Give us the scouting report on him. Is he a, a lean kid? Is he going to fill out? Is he going to? Is he going to? Uh, you know, get taller? He's what 6'3", 6'4", already. What uh, tell? Give us a scouting report on Jalen Suggs.
0: Yeah, very talented player. Very athletic player. Can score from the outside. Can handle the ball very well. Sometimes tries to do a little too much. If you got a chance, some your listeners maybe might have seen him play this weekend. They, he got a little foul trouble, Didn't have a particularly great game. I think he's determined to have a really good game tonight. Uh, you know, playing against a very talented point guard, Trey Jones. But an also, also an outstanding football player as well. A really good quarterback. Iowa's offered for both football and basketball. though I think he, you know most people assume he's going to play basketball. And, again, as I mentioned, one of the top five players in that class, but a very skilled, very talented player. And, again, as he continues to fill out, he's grown a lot. If you look at him from last year even this year, you can see he's put on a lot of weight. I think he'll continue to get bigger and stronger. And, again, uh, a chance to see two of the top players in the country at their position. You know, Trey is considered the top senior point guard in the country, and Suggs is considered the best at that position in his class of 2020.
2: Hey, uh, they could – Suggs' family could have a pretty good – collection of athletes on the court if they had a family reunion. Uh, Because Terrell, uh, who is of course the very fine uh, uh, NFL player, is related. And uh, he was a basketball player too. And uh, Ricky... Ricky is the uh, grandfather right I, mean, I think Ricky yeah a I mean different levels and, and
0: been very successful so you're right that's a, a family you want to avoid on family history, right?
2: <laughs> that's good okay what uh, what the, the breakdown uh, tournament this uh, weekend which has become it kind of slips by the uh, the unless you're a real hooper it kind of slips by the public but it's uh, they got two weekends of it it's turned into a fantastic thing which what's the best game you see this weekend?
0: Yeah, a lot of good games, and it's good. It seemed like for a while Minnesota always had a home game, so a lot of Gopher fans wouldn't be able to go, and also the Gopher coaches wouldn't be able to go. But this year, you look at the games, especially I look at starting at 3 o'clock, you have Rochester, John Marshall with Matthew Hurt, who, like I said, is one of the five, five top juniors in the skate. They play Lakeville South with Mitchell, who's going to Wisconsin-Milwaukee. The next game at 4.30 is Minnehaha with Suggs playing Park Center, which has Jarius Cook, who's going to North Dakota skate at Six o'clock. You got De La Salle, which has won six straight titles, playing Hopkins, which has uh, a couple talented players. One who's got, a junior who's got a, a Gopher offer, and then Headstrom. And then at seven thirty, should be an intriguing game. You got Orono with Jarvis Immersa, who's going to play for the Gophers next year against his former uh, AAU tournament uh, teammate and future college teammate Creighton Durham Hall, Daniel Over, uh, Daniel Turro. And then uh, the headline game or last game of the night is Minneapolis North, who's won back to back. 1A titles this year, they're moving up to 2A. They play Apple Valley, who, of course, won the 4A title last year. So, if you're a diehard junkie basketball fan, lots of great games. So Did you option,
2: say okay. uh, the, the Park Center kid is Hooker? Is that Quentin Hooker's kid? Uh, kid brother? No,
0: this is Jerry uh, Hook- Cook, but the oh, Hookers oh, okay. have been very successful. Obviously, yeah. the, the one who was just at North Dakota had a, a great career for them. Yeah. Uh, and, and been very successful. But they got some good young players on that team, including a 6'7 sophomore, who I think is going to be a very good player down the line as well.
2: All right, uh, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Apple Valley's gym will be full when Minnehaha Academy and ESPN are out there. Thanks for your time, Chris.
0: Great talking to you. I appreciate it. All right,
2: uh, Chris Monter, you can follow uh, local high school uh, hoops on College BB News and all kinds of other basketball stuff also. He also writes for a gopher hole uh, and they, uh, where they look for a very objective copy on that. They want to they wanna make sure that uh, people give both sides of the issue. I don't know if Chris is, is uh, monitored closely to make sure he's uh, he's uh, taking the right proper uh avenue or not but uh you can he writes some stuff for a go for a hole too Here is John High with a sports update. What? And followed, by the way, by a steam zone. Oh, it's back. Yes, it zone. is.
4: The steam zone. This update is sponsored by Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. While you prepare for your holiday feast, don't forget to get ready for cold and flu season with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, the number one preferred thermometer by pediatricians. Very quiet on the local front tonight, as far as all the teams go. The only team playing is the Gopher women's basketball team. The 8-1 and one Gophers, they're on the road. They're on the East Coast to play the Georgetown Hoyas. Wow. It's the Gophers football recruiting event this weekend, Patrick. Did you know oh, that? Oh, I heard Doogie talking about it. It's going to be quite the gala. You know what it's called? Uh, uh, football recruiting? It's nope. called the Elite 18 Palooza. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> all right. That's good. That's good. Thought you'd enjoy that. Mm-hmm. we got to get you a T-shirt from that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to show films of uh, highlight films of the offense for the last two <laughs> weeks uh, of the regular season? Uh, let's show all the touchdowns that were scored in the last two games of the season. No, no. It's not let's our show, That's unacceptable. Let's 100%. show
3: all the completed passes we had yes, in the that's last true. two weeks. Yeah. yeah sure. I think we, we had about... Five of them. That'll take like
2: fourteen seconds to
3: grow. You must fail.
4: (laughs) They uh, do have. I did see the story in the paper. They have a couple uh, guys close to four hundred pounds coming in from Florida. That should be wide receivers. Uh, No (laughs) one named Sano. Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, the Gophers. I eat uh, difficult
2: conversations for breakfast. <laughs> That's so my one of those one. guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Knocks it out, baby. The uh, Gophers have thirty-two players scheduled to visit this weekend. Uh, the early national signing period is December twentieth through the
2: twenty-second. We're one of the least experienced and youngest football teams. Uh, so, but it's all on me. I don't make excuses. But we sorry. get one of the least experienced and. Why are you doing that to me? The, holidays are, the holidays are coming. Because Leave I get me alone. I know, but you're off I'm tomorrow at the Senate. That's I'm true. I can't take about your
1: America. mind. That's right. I can't take your mind off your focus off of the, the task at no, hand, and that is right.
2: getting. I appointed. want
3: Senator Royce yes. serving the
2: people that's of right. Minnesota.
3: Yes, and
2: I'll get up my first speech and say whatever you do. Don't listen to that idiot now coaching the University of Minnesota football team. It's
1: all crap. It's
2: all crap. Help me with my fight against crap. Fight
4: against crap.
2: The uh, Twins
4: signed a couple former major leaguers, signed to minor league deals today. Okay, I'm excited. Who? Well, Gregorio. Petit? Sure. I don't know, Gregory. He's a 32-year-old infielder. He's got oh, a good whip. Because there's a Petit who was a pitcher who wasn't bad. What's it's not way? him. He actually just signed with somebody what else last week. What do we need a
2: 32-year-old week? infielder for, Johnny? I don't
4: know. He's played 171 major league games with Oakland, mm-hmm. Houston, the Yankees, mm-hmm. and the Angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been with eight organizations in 14 years. That. That probably doesn't. Okay. Say so much we're further. we're trying to support. We're trying to get some support for the Rochester. Exactly. Oh, okay. We also signed Brock Stassi, a first baseman who played 51 games for the Phillies last year. Uh, with the Phils, he hit 167 with two home <laughs> runs in 51 games. Did you say 167? 167 in yeah. holy cow. But he had two home runs. But so we Good. got him. Yep. He's all we ours. We
2: got him, and we ain't trading him.
4: Other baseball news, uh, you guys mentioned the Marlins have traded infielder D. Gordon to the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Bob Nightingale reporting the Mariners will send only minor league prospects to the Marlins. And various reports are saying D. Gordon will play center field for the Mariners because, well, they're kind of loaded right
1: now in the infield. So... uh Hmm. They're also getting one million dollars in international signing bonus money, the Marlins are. Ooh, even more as they try to get the uh, uh Mr. Otani. If okay. you make more than six bucks an hour, the Miami Marlins are gonna trade you. <laughs> that's right. The,
4: uh yeah, Dee's contract was uh that was mentioned in the stories I saw. Oh
2: well, well, that's the only reason you would trade him. <laughs> yeah, I would you? think He's so. a pretty good player.
4: Uh, yes. No, the well, Cubs didn't say anything. The Cubs have signed Tyler Chatwood do a three-year yes. deal worth $38 million. What?
2: Going to replace Lackey.
4: Yeah. 38000000 uh, million? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. but wow. uh, Listen, here's a good stat, though. Uh, Chatwood missed all of 2015. He had Tommy John surgery, but is tied with Steven Strasburg of the Nats for second in the National League in road ERA the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And only... Clayton Kershaw has a better road mark during that span. He was 12-9 and with a 3.87 ERA last year in a career-high 27 starts. With the Rockies on the road last year, 8-1 and
2: with a 1.69 ERA. Reavers, your reaction reminds me of when I was sitting next to Tony Oliva's brother, oh. who was in the U.S. for the first time at a spring training game, and <laughs> Gordette was on the other side in you know, interpret. and... Uh, uh, Rick Reed was pitching, and I said to Gordet, "Tell him this guy's making eight million dollars." As in, and and he, she said that, and he looked at her. He says, eight millions
3: $8 millions?
2: Eight $8 millions? Just astounded that that <laughs> yeah. stiff was, yeah, was walking away that slop up there, oh. some guy hitting it nine hundred feet,
1: eight. Millions? Jim Tomey would have given him four just That's to keep right. him in the league. That's right.
4: <laughs> Chatwood, that'll be $12.3 million a year or so. Wow. Price, of, uh,
2: price of pitch. I don't think yeah. we're going to sign you. I don't think so. No. Think Chris Archer. Miguel Sano for Chris Archer. I'm on we'll, board. Yep, we'll throw it. in Stefan yeah. Gonzaga who's uh, one of their good prospects. Let's do it. We got to <laughs> go. John. We got a nervous traffic guy. <laughs> The ride with oh, the traffic. <laughs> traffic? I was the merely the you you agreeing. How
4: nervous traffic are you? Together? <laughs> I'm not too nervous, but just a little, just enough to be lethal. It's time to get into the steam zone on the ride with Roycey.
2: The steam zone, we haven't broken it out for a while, but I feel like uh, with all the hot take angst I saw with the Wolves last night and other issues, uh, that it was time for a steam zone. Now, oh, I'm sorry, I was a little late. I had to run down and get a bag of chips because while <laughs> lunch, while that chicken breast was pretty good for lunch, I didn't like the weeds at all. Oh, colorabi? The, weed, the weeds that come with it are not. Uh, you don't like the pesto calabo. Calab- uh, calo- colorabi. Calabo. They're weeds. You can't. Uh, you might as well have dandelions, okay? It's, uh, you know. Yeah. Patrick,
4: I make special trips during the summer to farmers markets to buy colorabi.
1: Yeah, well.
2: So, you I'm going it. out to cut grass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to cook it.
1: I'm going to go out and cut grass. I need some it. clippings for dinner.
2: <laughs> anyway, remember on the uh, steam zone, yep. you either have a hot take. You ever have a piping hot take, or you have a scalding hot take, or you could have this. I'm going out to cut grass. That, okay. that, <laughs> that means you laid an egg, okay? Here is John Height with his hot take uh, on the Steam Zone. I'll
4: tell you about my hot take. It might be more of a hope take, I realized, okay. as I came in here. But if, Manny, I'll show this to Manny. I put a lot of work into this today, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. See? You, you see yep. my little chart here? Mm-hmm. See my chart? Wow. Yeah. Got everything uh, pulled out here. Uh, my take is that Aaron Rodgers will, in fact, return this year. Okay. Unfortunately, I mapped out every game all the contenders have left. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think the Packers will make the playoffs. However... I have him beating the Vikings and, in mm-hmm. in effect, giving the home field advantage in the playoffs to the Philadelphia Eagles after I mapped out the Eagles and the Vikings but, games.
2: But, Johnny, now, i got to ask you about this hot take. Did this would be based on the Packers winning their next two without that's,
4: him? That's correct. I have them beating, as you see here on my chart, okay. I have them beating the Browns and the Panthers. And then I have the Panthers the game
2: is in Green Bay.
4: In, uh, no, that's that's not on Green the road. Bay. Okay, yeah, well, on the road. they only have one uh, home game left. No, uh,
2: we shouldn't. Once again, we don't judge these on the uh, potential accuracy, but more of the hotness. Mm-hmm. And I will uh, call that a oh,
3: uh, that's a pipe piping hot, hot take. hot because I do not
2: think uh, the uh, the commissioner of this does not believe <laughs> that uh, Aaron Rodgers will play again this season. So. Yeah. Ah uh, Manny, what is your hot take?
3: Johnny, I'm so glad you brought up your Green Bay <laughs> mm-hmm. Packers because uh my Steam Zone hot take is this. The Packers will not win their next two games. In fact, they're going to lose to the Browns oh, on Sunday. Wow. The Browns in
2: Cleveland? In Cleveland, in
3: Cleveland and yep. the Packers right now I believe are only favored by 3 in wow. that game. I am picking the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> To beat the Green Bay Packers. Holy cow. Hey. Outright on Sunday.
2: uh, I think that's this. (laughs) Oh my, that's a scolding hot sports And that's take. all I was going for. How am I supposed and, to follow and, and, that? And by the way, I have a... Are you sc- drunk? I have, a scolding, I have a scolding hot take. We forgot the football prediction contest again. Oh my God. <laughs> Another scolding hot take. We forgot oh the prediction God. contest. Oh my, this is the that's one. a scolding hot sports <laughs> take. This was the one take. that was going to have uh <laughs> <prizes> <laughs> yes, and uh, yes. uh, ramifications. <laughs> And everything. We forgot it. So, oh my God! What the hell? That's the beauty to... of this show. Sometimes we forget. <laughs> Sometimes, that's
0: what
1: next year's t-shirt
2: is yes. going to say.
0: Sometimes the ride we forget. with the racies. What Sometimes is your we hot take, Terry?
1: Mine includes a little bit of sound from uh, Pittsburgh Steelers starting safety Mike Mitchell. I will play this first, then oh, unveil boy, yeah, my piping it. hot sports oh, take. My goodness. At the
3: end of the day, this is foot. Ball. If you want to see flag football, then let's take our pads off. That would make it easier for me because now I don't got to wear heavy sh- or give us flags for me to pull off because that way I know what we're playing. You know, I signed up to play full speed contact football and we're not doing that. I feel like I got to ask a guy, hey, are you ready for me to hit you right now before I hit you? And that's crazy. I'm going to mess around and get hurt trying to protect an offensive player because he's running an over route. Damn it, your quarterback shouldn't have threw that ball messed up. That happened two years ago. That's I, I'm I'm not joking at all. Andy Dalton threw a ball to Tyler Eifert two years ago. <laughs> Tyler Eifert had to die for it. I was aiming for his gut. But if he don't dive, he don't get in the head. That's 50 grand out of my pocket though. Because Andy throws a bad
1: ball, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mike <laughs> Your Mitchell. hot
2: take is uh, there was no hot takes in there because they were all accurate.
1: Well, what I love about it is is the bluntness of it. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of gray area with what the NFL is trying to do to try to help clean up and make the game safe. Well, they got safer. him again
2: for 15 yards this week, right?
1: Uh, I don't I him? don't I'm, think he was one of the players suspended, but he was asked about it because he oh, was yeah. on the team that was involved, and it started with him talking about his. His teammate Shazier, yeah, but God bless you, Mike Mitchell, because the, and he, then he, Pat, he went on and on about the CBA about, but it, we had to cut this down a little bit for time purposes. But Mike Mitchell should be on every single sports channel today. That's my piping hot sports. Oh, thing. It's pretty know. lame, but I love no, it. that's oh, pretty
2: good. That's a piping
0: hot sports. <laughs> and I got,
2: I can't remember who offered this on Twitter. I'd have to go look, but I'm going to give this guy a. Wonderful take. I won't I won't rate it as far as its steam quality. Sure. But the idea that we should tax Roger Goodell yes. on his income <laughs> yes. for the number of days he is in the Twin Cities for the Super Bowl. We tax the players yep. when they participate. We should tax the commissioner yeah. for the number of days he's in town for the Super Bowl. But doesn't he he works for a nonprofit.
0: The NFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, that's true.
2: That's true. And you know what? I think they changed that status. Didn't they change that, though? Well, they, so they had to legally. because they were
1: exposed as the frauds yeah. that they are. Yeah, legally,
2: because, uh, you know, if you were running a non-profit, somebody might look into the fact you're giving the uh, head of the nonprofit
0: $40 million. Is
1: this <laughs> they legal? They might
2: look into it? It? Yeah. Let's. Uh, Let's uh, let's collect the taxes from Roger. I'm I mean, with that's you. One hundred percent agree. Yes, let's go. All right, uh, we shall return. No, not <laughs> with the predictions, <laughs> but with the the uh, this day in history.
4: Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history.
1: Patrick.
3: Broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from the United Press. Flash, Washington. The White House announces Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Stay tuned to WOR for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received.
2: December seventh, nineteen forty-one. Of course, uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor. And if you're of the generation older
0: than the
1: large, sorry what, about that. What the hell is that? That was my YouTube channel switching if, videos.
2: If you're uh, at you know, if you're the generation, one generation of uh, preceding me, there are people. Uh, you know, my generation, it's Kennedy being assassinated. Sure, yep. I think is the moment that that grabbed us more than than any other moment. Uh, but that's got to be the the most uh, dramatic moment of your life, isn't it? Uh, December 7th, 1941, when you hear the news that the Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor. Now, certainly there were great celebratory moments later when uh, victory in Europe, victory in Japan in 1945. But knowing at that moment after the... uh, This is only 20... Two years after the end of world war 23 years Mm -hmm. after the end of world war one so we were in no mood for another war that that soon after the other one and knowing that you had to go back to war and beat the Germans and now their buddies the Japanese again uh, and uh, with uh, knowing that you know that those two 18 year old the 19 and 17 year old boy you're having dinner with at the supper table that night, you might die someplace in, uh, in uh, Japan or in, uh, in Europe. And, uh, you know, the, I saw uh, John Morosi Mar- today tweet something about his father and his uncle who were on the, uh, or, or no, two, I think it was a grandfather and uh, and a grand-uncle who were on uh, the oh, really? uh, uh, know ship this. in Pearl Harbor that got sunk, and they they mm. both survived. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it had to be the the moment of your life. In fact, my uh, wife was going out uh, to see her mom today, and I said, okay, December 7th, let her tell you her Pearl Harbor. Oh, sure. You know, let her. Yeah. She was a 16-year-old kid in Weyerhaeuser, Wisconsin. But uh Ended up but she's going to remember exactly where she oh, was sure. at exactly uh, that time. You know, she's not a hundred percent with her memory right now, but that one, it, it is funny how they, uh,
1: that'll stay know. in the bank forever. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is, uh, uh an amazing event and, uh, a
2: lot of great, uh, uh, movies and films and documentaries coming out now. Uh, and, uh, we've had several Churchill movies. There's another one coming out now and, uh. It's uh, you know, it is amazing to look back and uh, to uh, think that we beat those two vicious enemies.
1: Have, right? you, have you been out to the uh, the site where they've got the you know the the the, the 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 memorial place where they've got it near near where the attack happened. Have you been out there at all? Yes, yeah, I've been there they still got a little oil popping up
2: there mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, yeah, I've been to I've been there a couple of times when I've been out in Hawaii. We uh, shall return.